What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Parker Chronicles podcast, where we dissect your favorite franchises. Movie franchises. Wow. Great, great way to start that show. Fuck up the intro. I am your host, Brett Parker. And today, for the fifth week of this craziness, is my special guest, the Resident Evil expert and the queen of horror games, Piggy Whisperer Ryan. Welcome back. And also, uh, joining us uh, at some point during the show is uh, the other half of the Parker Chronicles, my brother Adam. So, but me and Piggy are going to start this craziness off uh, talking about what we thought of this bonkers movie. Yes, bonkers will be said a lot tonight as it was last week because this is just what this franchise entails. It's just absolute craziness. This, 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 this franchise is absolutely insane. Um, but before we get started on that, um, I do want to talk about something that uh, uh, is kind of, it's sad, but I want to spread awareness to it. Um, someone who is very special to this channel and somebody who is special to me, uh, even in the short time I've known him, uh, Speef the Wise, who I'm actually wearing his merch right now, um, was diagnosed with a very aggressive uh, form of melanoma at the beginning of the week. Um, this uh, It's just something that kind of hit, you know, really quickly. Um, went in for kind of just a basic procedure and... Uh, found out something a lot worse. Um, this guy is one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Um, he is, you know, uh, he's a he's he's a dad of seven children, going on eight. He's got a big big old family. He needs a lot of support um, during this craziness that is going on in his life. Um, and so if you guys do exclamation point speef in the channel uh, here on Twitch, uh, for anyone who's listening, any audio listeners out there, I will post the links um, on... Okay, it's clearly the command isn't working, so I'll have to figure that out. Um, but I will be posting the links to all the ways that you can donate um, uh, to, to help him out, him and his family, uh, during uh, this difficult time. Uh it's it's just it's crazy. We love you, Spief. Um, we hope uh, this is you know we're all we're all here for you during this tough time. And I uh, just wanted to to say that before we got uh, going with the show. Um, you know, like I said, he's been around this channel for a while. Uh, he supports me, and I support him. So, as friends do, we we got your back. We're gonna try to help you as much as we can through this tough times. Love you, Spief. All right, so as we, I'll figure out the uh, <clears throat> the command for Twitch, uh, but I will be posting the links um, on uh, probably I'll probably post them on Twitter. Um, so that if anybody wants to, you know, there's d many different options. You'll be able to donate uh, to Speef directly. It won't be going to me at all. It'll be going directly to him. So I'll be posting those links on my Twitter, um, on the uh, Parker Chronicles Twitter, and I'll also be posting it in the Discord. Um, and then I'll figure it out for the for the live shows. Uh, so yeah. All right, back to Resident Evil. Piggy, what did we think 
of Resident Evil Retribution. I I actually enjoyed this movie. Um not not in the sense that like yeah, I want to watch this movie again, but in the sense of I have suffered through three movies so far that I just will never watch a second time and the fact that I've watched some of them a second time already is a little bit too much. Um this one however, it was watchable, it was enjoyable had a moderately decent plot line that kind of made a little bit of sense. Not not a ton of sense, but it made enough. Um, The ending ending is wacky. I can't deal with the ending. Um, When I got to the end, I was laughing so hard I was crying. Um, I couldn't handle how long they drew out certain situations in the movie. And it was just... I. Once again, I am just left with questions. (laughs) Every single one of these movies are just like, so many questions. We're never going to get the answer. We only have one left. We better get some answers. Oh, my goodness. We haven't had any answers. And all of a sudden, like, it's just, what is happening? (laughs) I just don't know what's happening. This is crazy. I... Just letting everybody know. Sorry, Piggy, don't mean to cut you off. Just letting everybody know uh, the command is working. Just had to fuck with my bot. And Bob, thank you so much for the 18 month prime sub. You rock, man. Uh, so yeah, so make sure exclamation point Spief. Those are all the links that you can. Well, one is his GoFundMe. One is his PayPal. And also all of the uh, proceeds to uh, if you buy any of his merch, there's actually Spief the Fighter merch now on his merch store. So all the proceeds to any of his merch is going directly to to him. So you have those options uh, where wherever you want. Um, if you can't donate, um, which we never ask people, you know, we, we, you know, we ask for it, but, you know, if you can't donate, uh, just retweeting, uh, sharing the story, you know, we, we kind of want, we want to get this, you know, out there big time because he needs our help. All right. Thank you, everybody. Sorry, Piggy. Continue where you were saying. It's all good. I wanted to mention that also you can find him on Twitter with all of these exact same links. Yes. And if you can go on Twitter and just re quote tweet that or retweet that just to get it out further, that helps a ton as well. Yes. So. Thank you. Thank you. But right. um, yeah, this whole movie, I just have, I luckily I don't actually have a ton of questions this time. I just have very few, very basic ones. And um, definitely about the ending right i don't wow why why do oh, they do this god i'm gonna leave this one i'm not gonna mention what it is because i've spoiled the other ones because the endings all gave me questions too but i'm gonna <laughs> spoiler free till the end and give you my question at the end because it, it just all kind of flows in together you're gonna have the same question but um like the fact that they were in a simulation for the majority of the of the movie like that i was like damn this is cool and then suddenly they're outside but it's like not outside but it is outside and i was just like i don't where is this going what is happening i don't know what's real and what's fake anymore i don't know what's happening what happened to all the alice clones are you telling me that they're all dead are there no more when there was like 
the rest of that it's just there's so much there's so much there's just so much i just have so many so uh my thoughts were i this was a roller coaster of a movie for me there was so many what the fuck moments but i feel like there is so many what the fuck moments throughout this franchise uh but there was so much like I, i was just there was so much happening so much happening and i could not keep track you had like you had three different groups you had you know you had alice and ada you had leon and his cronies and then you had jill and her freaking cronies and then you had wesker behind the scenes and the red queen where the okay the red queen's back ladies and gentlemen what the fuck is going on they destroyed her last movie but she's back. I, and I'm just like, I just, Oh my God. I, and she was, <laughs> wasn't this the red queen that was nice. Like, I, wasn't the red queen. The, nice one the, the white queen's evil? just gone. The white queen's just gone. Yeah, it, you see her dead. in, yeah, you see her in extinction and that's it. It's over. Whatever. But like, what the hell? The red queen is like, she came out last movie and she was a good person. She was like trying to help Alice. Yeah. So what the fuck happened in this movie? Why is she all of a sudden a bad guy? I, I so many I questions. Just, so many questions. I don't yeah. fucking know. Why are you doing this to us? And I know Wesker said something about her like being reprogrammed, and I'm like, but fucking who? <laughs> who? Yes. Ooh. Nobody's alive to even get into her mainframe, let alone reprogram her to be evil. We're... Like the only person who could have was Wesker, and Wesker's right. like, I didn't do it. So it's yeah. just like, oh my god. So the thing that this is the thing that bothered me the most, and there's a lot of things in this movie. Where you're just like, what, what, what the fuck? I do have to say, um, the effects weren't terrible. No, there were some questionable scenes where you're like, "Ooh, that's that looks rough." Especially the cloning area where it shows all the clones on the the little the, on the tracks there, and they I like would show them. You're like, what "The fuck of is like that?" Every person that was in the simulation, <clears throat> yeah. And then it was like, "No, all of these are just Mila." Yep. But but it wasn't though because you saw the daughter. Her- you saw the daughter. You, and saw, you Rain, saw Rain. And then yeah, you saw I think you don't see anybody I think else. Jill. And you might have seen clone. Jill, but I don't know. They, you don't know who's a clone, who's not. What is happening in this movie? So Paul W. S. Anderson, were you high as fuck when you made these movies? When you wrote these movies? Because wow. This is nice. How is the world a simulation, but then you turn around and it's supposed to be a real world with real clones? Right. How were they ever supposed to contain the clones when they turn into zombies? Right. How were they ever supposed to take care of this? Like, hmm. what was their contingency plan? (laughs) I don't. I I just don't know. I just don't. (laughs) What we're doing? What is what is happening with these films? I just. Also, I hate movies that spend 10 minutes 
explaining everything that happened in the prior films. There's literally like we're going to talk about it in the plot breakdown, but it literally is a 10 minute scene of just Alice talking about everything that happened from the beginning to where we're at now. And it's like, listen, if you're watching this movie and you haven't seen the other four, what the fuck are you doing? Who just jumps into this? Like, you know what? Number five it is, baby. You're like, okay. Considering none of them make any sense and line up together anyways, why does it even matter? Yeah, I guess you're right. Why do they have these breakdowns when nothing know. relates to anything? Just in case you got really drunk after you saw this film to begin with and you forgot what happened, here we go. But I'm I feel like that's just the way like Resident Evil is. Every Yeah, every single movie is literally them recapping what happened in the prior movies and there was actually a point where they were re she was recapping and she completely didn't talk about number two yeah. they showed a small it was a little small screen in the corner where it showed her fighting nemesis but she doesn't yeah. she talks about one three and four and completely doesn't talk about two <laughs> you're like okay Clearly, they're either they either did not want people to remember number two, which right now just want to st want to state something on the podcast's rankings right now. Uh, number two is our number one Resident Evil movie right now, even though it it might not be uh, based on everybody's feelings. But our the show's rankings right now, Resident Evil Apocalypse is number one. <laughs> so just want to throw that out there before Resident, you know, as Resident Evil just completely ignores Resident Evil two. Sons of bitches. Resident Evil Retribution was released September 14th, 2012, 10 days before I was legally able to drink. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was budgeted at $65 million. So I think five, that was $5 million more than Resident Evil uh, Afterlife. Uh, it grossed opening weekend in the U.S. and Canada, $21 million grossing uh, $42 million in the US and Canada and worldwide $240 million $60 million less than Afterlife but still $240 million on a $65 million budget it's a success meaning we get more of this but guess what it's only one more at least, of, at least of this Resident Evil I want more Resident Evil just not this Resident Evil. <laughs> no more of this. So when are we doing the animated movies? <laughs> oh God! Well, <laughs> maybe we'll do that. What I would love to I've do. Those and at least they make sense. So, they don't yeah. line up well together, but they make sense. <laughs> maybe we'll do a show later where we kind of like just talk about them all in like one show, depending because they're probably not that long. Um, no, most of them are like around an hour. And I so. and I do want to talk about I do want to do like a review show on the live action show for Netflix when it comes out. Yes. Like a you know we'll you know when we both are able to get through the whole series and we can kind of have a spoiler a, a spoiler show of whatever it's called. Is it just called Resident Evil? I don't know what they're gonna name it. So it's just well, being called Resident Evil as far as I know right now. When that time comes, that'll happen. Um, we've not on Resident Evil topic, but just letting everybody know who listens to the show, watch the show live, whatever, however you consume this content. Uh, we will be doing TV shows sometime in the future. There are TV shows I do want to talk about on the show. Some that have already been released 
and some that haven't yet. Um, as uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about it in on any of my streams or anything, but I'm a huge Dexter fan, and Dexter is coming back in the fall. So I would love to talk about that, plus all the eight other seasons that came out years ago, and also the Last of Us TV show when that comes out. That is definitely being talked about on this show because the Last of Us is amazing. So back to Resident Evil. So yeah, this movie made a lot of money for a very low budget. On to some trivia. Uh, and <clears throat> right off the rip, uh, while filming a fight scene, uh, a mishap occurred causing 16 actors to fall off a scaffolding and were sent to the hospital. Uh, it's the sh- shutdown production for a few days and Mila jo- uh, Jovovich uh, visited some of the actors in the hospital out of respect. So making movies is dangerous stuff, especially if you're a stunt person. Um, yeah, the, the things that certain people have to do to make movies is crazy. It's just absolutely insane. Uh, I wanted to be a stunt person until I realized that they're not only injury rate, but also death rate was uh, very high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, the actress who played uh, Ada Wong uh bing bing lee she has been in a lot of she's been in a lot of films recently she was in the meg she was in transformers age of extinction um a few that i can't think of it off the top of my head right now but all of her dialogue was dubbed by the original voice actor of ada wong from the games so resident evil 2 resident evil the dark side chronicles which i didn't even know that was a thing oh oh do we have a do we have a nemesis joining us as as Piggy is off the screen? <laughs> it's okay, we'll share. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> there he is. I'm here. You are. Speef just came in for a second, just so you know. Speef! Thank you for the 11 months, man. Save your money! But I love you, man. Thank you for uh, stopping by. Much love, brother. All right, now I got to fix. I got all, I got all these cameras messed up now. Thanks. Nemesis coming in, fucking up everything. Way to go. Way to go. Sorry. Sorry, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, but we have to, uh, for the live show, we have to, I have to fix my cameras. We haven't had a show where we've had all, you know, all of us here, so. It's been a Just while. Just like that. That's perfect. Just like that. <laughs> there we go. Oh, wow. Could I get... Actually, I probably could get you both like on screen without actually having to do like crazy... Oh, no. Piggy, it'll cut you off. Never mind. I tried. <laughs> I tried. Like, it... I tried my best to get you both in there. Oh, wait. Wait, maybe I can. Oh. Audio listeners hate this part. This is I listen. I I listen to the show every week, and I'm like, man. Anybody else who listens to this, they're like, fuck this. I don't want to listen to this no more. I gotta listen to this dude doing something that has nothing to do with the show for fucking ten minutes. All right, we're good. We're good. <laughs> so Nemesis, give us a recap of how you felt about this movie. Yes. <laughs> Tell us. It's been so I'm long. Gonna I'm not going to lie. I 
I watched it last night again, and again. I think again I, he watched it more than once. Uh, I watched it last week, but then I kind of forgot some parts, and then I watched it last night, and I fell asleep three times, so I missed a little bit. Uh, I can't wait for it to be over. <laughs> I, I, they just don't get yes. better. <laughs> just don't get better. God damn. I I have stopped. Um, I've stopped trying to compare them with like actual good movies and like looking at them from a was this a good movie standpoint. I have started because my my bar is so low now that I'm just like, was I able to watch this? without crying because <laughs> I was so confused. So that's about where my judgment is. <laughs> yeah. I need to put my bar really low. <laughs> like on the ground or underneath the ground. All oh, I also, <laughs> like, is the world back to being a desert? Who knows? They don't explain the these things. The it, but like the rest of the movie was in just this lush tropical paradise. Wait, where, where were they though? Were they in Antarctica or something? Where were they? I don't know. No, because they were well, like <clears throat> so <clears throat> as far as scenery goes, they were in like a suburb. So they were in Tokyo first. But there was the giant box. And I was like, yo, that's cool. And that's when they were like, this is a simulation. And it was like, oh, it's a simulation. That's cool. So instead of being in Tokyo, they're now in the suburb. After they get to the center of the lab. But they're in a suburb. And then after the suburb, they're in another lab. And then after that, they're in Antarctica fighting. And there's snow everywhere. And then at the end of the movie, they come up to this giant wall, like in Attack on Titan, and they're standing there, and it's a desert again. Where were they? Where I, were they? I don't know. I just I absolutely don't know this answer. Uh, and was it like was it a simulation, or was this just like a man-made thing indoors where the like? the the clones could live out their weird tests which they never explained the tests they never explained why they were even doing this in the first place like so many still so many questions never going to get the answers to these but i didn't cry so <laughs> that's good Michelle Rodriguez is back. Okay. That was a big, big plus for me in this movie is they brought back Michelle. They brought back everybody. I mean, it was in a weird way, but they brought back everybody. Uh, But we got multiple Michelles too. We didn't just get, you know, we didn't get rain. We got evil rain. And then we got like cool suburban rain. Yeah. We got suburban mom rain. Yeah. She was awesome. And then we had another rain at one point in time. Like we got four different rains in yeah. this movie. Not a lot of rains. <laughs> well, no, the one the the suburbia rain was the same one that flipped in the car. Yeah, was, she yeah. was the first one in like in the beginning, but 
Um, there was more than one evil rain, wasn't there? Because didn't two of them get killed? Uh, I don't think so. I only remember the suburbia rain and then the bad rain or the evil rain with the like the evil versions of all the people that Alice has met throughout these movies. Like we had evil Carlos, we had evil leader yeah. from the first one. I think see and even I think uh, what was uh, what was Rain's like so he wasn't her love interest, but it was like her her like really good friend who died in the first one. What was his name? CJ or something like that. He I think um, he was one of the guys that was in that group. Yeah, I think he came back. And it's just like I like I could have sworn that me and my friends were trying to keep track because like again I watched this with other people. Yeah. Which probably helped me from crying. Um <laughs> and people to scream to. Uh I thought we kept track and she died like three times. Rain did. I I the suburban one never died. No. But the the bad one died like twice i think or something oh really like that. i completely miss that then because so, i only remember the suburban one and the evil one but you know this the, all these movies are just a blur to me that's why i have how, to put notes how was the one being controlled and the other one wasn't if they're both ran by the red queen another thing you just can't don't are question those things or are they robots because if they're robots they can be controlled easier but if they're clones then they've got to have the little chest piece but she didn't have the chest spider no the only one who had the I chest just, spider was uh jill, jill. you don't see yeah. any of the spider bots on anybody else and where the fuck was claire and chris in this entire movie what happened to them they didn't say they died they didn't say they were captured and they didn't show them at the end of the movie. So where the hell did they go? If they're not in final chapter, I'm going to be very disappointed. Because it's like, how can you have these characters be in like one movie or two movies and then just completely get rid of them with no explanation why? Don't worry, Alice is here. So who cares? Yeah, right? <sighs> Resident Evil. This cannot get over fast enough. We said this about Jaws too. <laughs> oh man. So uh what did uh Piggy, since you are a, a huge Resident Evil game fan, uh what did you think of uh the actor who played Leon? Yeah. Johan Erb. Um, what's his name? His name the actor's name is Johan Erb. He's a Finnish actor. He was a good-looking dude that they slapped a wig on. <laughs> they had to give like, him the. They had to give him the, the actual him, Leon haircut. They part. had to give him the like perfect Leon part. Like <laughs> they had to give him that whole thing going on right there, and it was just like, oh my goodness, he looks like he would have been better as. I don't know who else. I really don't. But his yeah. face, his face just really didn't fit the Leon hairstyle. So had they give him, given him like a slightly different hairstyle and like still called him Leon, right? I would have been a lot better off with this. Yeah. Because it really just looked like 
they took like the hair off of a Barbie and stuck it on him. It was just so bad looking. But as an actor for Leon, he was actually pretty good. I didn't dislike him at all. It was just the hair that really like took me out of watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn hair. Rudy, thanks for the 15 month resub, man. Appreciate you. Uh, so Matthew Mercer, uh, who was the voice of Leon in the games, actually auditioned to play him in the movie, and they said no. <laughs> they were just like, get out of here. You don't look enough like Leon. And yeah. he's like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, they, this movie brought back everybody. Everybody that you saw die in prior Resident Evil movies, they were back. Not in the same way, but they came back. Um, and we also got probably the largest uh, zombified creature that we've gotten in all of these movies. It's it's literally just a creature we've seen before, but it just they just made him bigger. Um, and we'll talk about that when we get to get to that part of the plot breakdown. Uh, does anybody else have any thoughts before we, uh, jump into this crazy ass plot? Uh, no, but I do have some key points within the plot that I do want to make, but I want to point them out during the plot rather than say them now, because right. it's more key points and like comparisons than opinions or anything like that. All right. Sounds good. Just stop me whenever you got something to say. Nemesis, you got anything else to say? Before we get this going, have... no, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's gonna be straightforward. <laughs> oh man, my final thoughts are uh, before we get to the plot is they just I feel they had to I feel Leon was unnecessary for this movie. Oh, super, like, super unnecessary. Super he could have been completely replaced by Chris. Yep, hundred um, percent. They could have added him in as more of a like complete sideline character yep. where like he, he just kind of showed up with the other group of people that came to help and stuff like that. Like there are so many other things that they could have done rather than make him a main plot point in this movie without dragging him in the way that they did. Cause I feel like that was kind of unnecessary. Yeah. This was the lowest rated Resident Evil film uh, on IMDb uh, for the Alice-focused live-action movies uh, at a 5.4. Um, but to be honest, it's not the worst Resident Evil movie. So, fuck you, IMDb. Um, whoever ranks... it's The thing about IMDb ratings, which you have to remember for anybody who looks at these is it's based off of user reviews that all get added up and averaged to a certain number. So if you get a bunch of people voting like one out of 10, it's not going to get a very good score. Um, but for some reason it, but it's all based on the year it comes out. So back in the day when resident evil came out, which to be honest, resident evil one and resident evil, even this res, I liked this movie better than I liked resident evil apocalypse or resident evil three even though those movies got better ratings on IMDb. Um, but it's all based on like the years they come out. You don't really see a lot of new reviews. Um, usually you go to like Metacritic. That's where you'll get better scoring. 
on these movies. This definitely wasn't the worst Resident Evil movie, so I can't believe. Uh, I can't believe their rankings. I mean, it got a thirty-nine on Metascore. I think people are just like it. Just got to the point where it's like, dude, five movies. It's kind of like I mean, Transformers got worse every single movie, but. To be honest, this is if you go through like when we, you know, this movie is definitely not the worst for me. You know, Piggy's already said it's just not the worst for her. Yet it's the worst. And I, whatever. It's the worst rated, but both of us are just like, you know, it's not that yeah. bad. It has it has its faults, as do all of them. Um, but to be honest, it wasn't one of those movies where you're like, fuck, can this just be over? This is just absolutely terrible. They're bad, but they're not terrible. Hooey! Alrighty. Like, Here we go. They're like in between bad and terrible. Yeah. They're like Exactly. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. The plot breakdown for Resident Evil evil retribution so this movie starts with showing all the production companies but you hear like screaming and gunfire in the background um which i kind of liked um kind of kind of got you excited for like ooh, what are we what are we going to be you know getting ourselves into once they um go to you know showing us uh actual action we get some creepy ass moaning before we actually see a body floating in the water. And it's, you know, you can tell it's Alice and she's, you think she's sinking, but it's actually going in reverse and it shows her float up and goes out of the water. And all of the things that are going on are going backwards. So it's, it's bizarre. And, uh, pretty much what it is, it's, it's, at the end of Afterlife, when you see all of the uh, helicopters there waiting, it's pretty much the aftermath of what happens after that, but in reverse. So it shows all of the people wearing their white shirts getting shot up, but it, it, but it, you know the bullets are coming out of them and they're alive again. And you got freaking Jill like shooting up back into the helicopter and Alice. It, it's just a bizarre shot. This whole sequence is just bizarre because then we have to see it all over again in the right, you know, in in real time. Thank you, Paul W.S. Anderson. This is this is the problem with these movies. And I think this is why he uses so much slow motion is he needs to fill. He needs to make this movie a certain time because if he makes it too short, I know I feel I don't know the exact time it is, but I believe in for a, a big budget movie like this, um, which I don't know if you really consider it a super big budget because it's less than 100 million, but it's a big budget movie. Uh, they need to hit a certain time in order to be put in theaters. I believe I've heard that before. Someone want to look that up for me and yell at me and tell me if that's true. I believe I've watched something and that was the case. I think it's like an hour and 20 minutes or hour and 25 minutes is like the, the minimum time frame for a theatrical I film. Would, that money, I would, I, this is off topic for movie in general, but this is probably the reason why they do an hour and some odd minutes. 
um, as a mandatory to be put into theaters. It's probably, thank you, I'm for pulling out my plug. Um, it's more than likely that they have to have a very specific amount of time that assists with sales. Yeah. It assists with um, like popcorn and beverages. And also, they've just got to have all of that come together collectively properly for in order for them to make enough money from every movie. And the sweet spot is probably somewhere over an hour and 20 minutes, but under the two and a half hour mark. Because I remember that the Lord of the Ring movies got way out there and people were like complaining about it. So there's like, there's a sweet spot for sure. Yeah, because this movie, <clears throat> I think final tally was like a, an hour 36, which like I've said before, I love it. I love that these movies aren't super long because, boy, if it was a two-hour movie, then I'm like, okay, this can end now. But an hour, 36 minutes. But, yeah, but that's my theory with with the why uh, Paul Anderson um, does so much slow-mo and why this whole scene had to happen. This was such an unnecessary opening scene just open the movie to what happens on that ship why did i need to see it in reverse and then see it again in real time bitch i know what happens you showed it to me in reverse fucking damn dude it's just such unnecessary crap that just adds time it was Definitely strange. I was very confused as to what I was even watching in the beginning. I was like, yes, yeah. this is a thing happening. And then once we got to the point, the, the point where we were like watching it in the proper like direction, I was just like, that's what's happening. Does it have to be 75 minutes or longer? 75 minutes. It was only an hour and 15 minutes? That's only an hour and 15 minutes, oh. yeah. Which, I mean, oh. that's right around like, yeah. That's hmm. around what you were saying. Interesting. Five minutes off. So yeah, so we get this whole weird reversal of events happening. The music, though, that goes along with this whole thing, pretty good compared to the rest of the movie, which just has some weird music choices. You're like, why? Why is, what's going on? Who are these composers? He's really into that, like, into that punk music. Yeah, that really, like, you're like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, relax. And then we get my least favorite part of this movie is the 10 minute rundown of the events of every single goddamn movie. Hi, I'm Except Alice. Two. Except for two. Literally <laughs> recaps every fucking movie except for Apocalypse. But you see a little picture on the bottom of her of a scene of her fighting Nemesis. But there is no man literally goes from talking about the events of the first movie to then the events of the third movie. And you're like, OK. This too was terrible. But let's remind everybody, Adam, that this that apocalypse is currently number one on the Resident Evil list for this for this show. So I'm I'm just IMDb is broken. No, I'm talking about for this show, not for IMDb. 
Oh. Apocalypse is number one for this show's ranking. We we voted for this. That's pain. You voted for this too. Yeah, we yeah yeah. We voted for this. And and listen, the two weeks you weren't here, we still determined that the those three and four were still not good enough to dethrone it. (laughs) I watched I watched three and four on my own, and yeah, they're yeah. But it'll be. (laughs) But it'll be uh, Um, when we get to the end, though. Will this movie dethrone Apocalypse at number one? We'll see. How do you dethrone? How do you dethrone a bunch of like, <laughs> garbage garbage cans? So you just oh. tip them over and run away. These are all garbage cans, and we are the possums. Yep. <laughs> yep. Ravage them. yep. So we get <laughs> Which the. Which one will we pick? <laughs> they all. I want to be a. I want to be a skunk and just spray people. <laughs> just piss them off. So we get the breakdown from Alice of the events of all the movies, except for two. Uh, and then we see the scene we just saw in reverse. We get to see it in real time. Woo! Going the right way. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Paul Anderson. I don't want to review any more of your goddamn movies. Even when we do Alien Review, fuck Alien vs. Predator, just because I don't want to talk about any of your goddamn movies. Stop it. Stop it. <sighs> so we I've see. Never done this. I hate for Paul W. Anderson. Yeah, listen, our, listen, I bet he's a great guy, but fuck all of his movies. He's Seriously. Gonna, he's going to tune into one of our things one time and he's going to sue us for defamation or something. Like, he's fucking assholes. Ah, listen, I'm not gaining anything <laughs> out of this. So. We're yeah. not stating the respect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I apologize for my words, Paul Anderson. You're probably a great guy, and I like your wife a lot, but uh, your movies oh, well, not you great. Weird. I don't know either of them. Why did you, why'd you say? Why did you say it's weird? I just said I like your wife, uh, Mila Jovovich. She's cool. She's cool. She's good. She's my favorite parts of these movies. She's the best actor in the in all of these movies. Well, she if didn't, they like didn't these have movies, Mila, I wouldn't be able to watch them. Imagine not even liking the movies you starred. <laughs> How awkward that must be, right? So at the end of the scene, we see Alice falling into the ocean and then she wakes up and she wakes up in bed, though. She's got different hair color. Like, what the frick is going on here? I want a husband, Todd. And yeah, so in this weird reality, which I didn't know what it was at the time, uh, she's married to Carlos, but his name's not Carlos. Uh, I don't think they actually mentioned what his name is. But according to it, okay, Adam said it. He said Todd. His name is Todd. I don't remember her saying the name Todd, but that's, but it was Carlos. Uh, And they have a daughter who is deaf, which I thought was a cool little thing they did with the character. I guess the original script did not have the daughter. uh, She wasn't hearing impaired but they liked the audition from the actress who played her, so they just kept it in the the script. But then zombies attack! Zombies attack! I don't... Was it actress for the daughter hearing her? I'm gonna look her up right now. Let's Uh, let's deep dive. Uh, It says that her mother is deaf. Oh! That's really nice that they put that in. Like... 
Oh, it says yes. It says hearing impaired in real life. She was she was discovered when a neighbor saw Ariana signing to her deaf mother. But she has a cochlear implant, a cochlear implant, uh, which has improved her speech and hearing. I like that they didn't overpass her. Like a lot of them, a lot of movies do. They pass over people like that, and like the daughter is a really good actress. I had no complaints about her. She was adorable. She played, like, she acted very well. Mm-hmm. And I like that her name was Becky. Good on you, Paul W. Anderson. Becky. Good on you, I guess. Yeah. I... You got a... Melody got a plus one there. There you go. Good job. Uh, she, This was actually her first speaking role in a movie. I mean, if you look at her IMDb, she only has three movies uh, to her name. She was actually in the movie Orphan. You ever seen that? Yeah, that movie was that movie weird. was creepy as hell. It had uh, yeah. uh, uh it had uh, what the hell's her name? The woman from The Conjuring. Yeah. Vera, is it Vera Farmiga? Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was the she was the daughter, the young the young one that was actually their daughter. Okay. Yeah, not the creepy killer yeah. one. I mean, I I really like that they that they do that in movies. Like for instance, like uh, A Quiet Place. The uh, the actress who played uh, the daughter who is deaf in the movie. She's actually deaf, which love it. Can't wait to watch number two. We love you, John. John Krasinski. I love you. <clears throat> All right, back to the plot. <laughs> so zombies attack as, as Todd is about to go to work and they attack him, bite him immediately. And craziness is happening. Uh, I don't know if her name is Alice in this reality, but her and her daughter, Becky, they escape uh, into a closet and then they climb into the attic. Uh, And then they somehow make it outside uh, where they're running around and chaos is ensuing in suburbia, which uh, this location is technically Raccoon City. This is supposed to be Raccoon City, the outskirts of it. Um, So, yeah. So things are going down and then Michelle Rodriguez just pulling up in her Prius and they both hop into her car and they're driving. And of course, you know, when we're, when you're having a conversation, full out conversation with somebody, um, maybe, you know, talk to them and look at the road because she's staring at her the entire conversation. Then she gets T-boned by a truck, flips the car. Uh, Alice, I'm going to call her Alice because I don't think she had a, this clone had a name so i'm gonna her name is alice alice and becky get out of the car leave rain there she's hanging upside down in her car but she's still alive at least as of right now uh and they go into another house and the first thing you do in a zombie apocalypse or in a horror movie is you go up the stairs you go upstairs it's a prime thing to do because it's really hard to escape so why not make it harder for yourself so they hide in a closet and of course all these zombies have the weird freaking like four-way tongues which I do, I do not like this at all. This would this whole scene I I really liked because it had that feeling of an old Romero zombie movie which I really which I enjoy a lot. But fuck these stupid tongues, man. They're dumb. 
They're just like, bad. Just give me zombies. I enjoyed the fact that they brought the C virus in, but also they have now used the C virus for what, like two and a half, three movies? Yeah. They're. There are like four different variations of the virus that came from Umbrella alone. Yeah. Why aren't you using? <clears throat> why did you get rid of one and two? Like, just why did you get rid of the T and the P and virus and like you just skipped right off onto C, which is the one that's from the fourth game, I believe, which is the Las Plagas, which is where the big like tentacly mouth thingies coming oh from. yes uh, yeah we did talk um, about this it could also be from five which i do believe had the same virus but it was from like it was over in africa or something along those lines i forget which one of those had c but it was like they both had the same thing going on yeah. and it was just weird and it's like they completely disregarded all the other viruses and it's just like just mix them all together make it a nice little fruit salad like just a little <laughs> bit of everything. <laughs> oh man. So Alice tells Becky to stay in the closet and she makes a stand against this zombie. Uh wrestles it and then ends up throwing it over the banister and it impales itself into the stairs. So she thinks she's out of the blue, but then she turns around and Todd, zombie Todd is there. And we get like a quick thing where he attacks her and then he, it like cuts to black and then it you wake up and Alice you, you it's the real Alice she's in like a holding chamber of course she's got to wear the two thin pieces of paper um yeah. because clearly we can't just give her why can't you just give her like a, a a gown that people wear at the hospital why you gotta like two what the fuck is the point of this <laughs> I like that they used a slightly smaller piece of paper this yeah. time. Like they couldn't afford the original bigger pieces of paper. Right. I do have to say good, good job on the shots of like making sure they're like, let's just not have any nudity in this. Okay. Let's just, yeah. let's make sure every shot is, if she moves in a position where you feel something's going to happen, we'll cut to a different angle. <laughs> so we don't get anything. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, so Umbrella, man, they love their bright white rooms because this is white. Just bright as hell. And boy, I just love watching this movie and then immediately going blind because of how bright it is. And then it shows uh, it shows Jill and she's asking Alice, who do you work for? Uh, or why did you uh, uh, betray Umbrella? But she's saying it's so robotic. Oh, my God. So they brought back Sierra or Sienna. Is it Sienna or Sierra? Gilroy. I think it's. Uh... They brought back the actress who played Jill Valentine from Apocalypse uh, for this movie. And she was at the end of Afterlife. Uh, she's. Oh, my God. She is the worst part of this movie when it comes to the acting portion of the movie. It's just bad. It's just bad and she sounds so robotic as she's asking um the questions to alice and then they play the most obnoxious noise way too much the first couple times it's like okay we get the point and then they played it six more times and i was like i'm starting to be affected right now 
chill out with this damn noise. Welcome, everybody. The Red Men, a look. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And then Jill just won't show. I just, I was literally, it got to the point where I was like, shut the fuck up, Jill. I don't care. Please stop. Just stop talking. Go away for a long time. You suck. Jill didn't ask or say anything that was of <clears throat> any importance either. Like, no. It's just, oh, God, it's just the just worst. She was just saying things to say things. Right? Oh. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, look. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the mind. So yeah, I'm, I have a know that's literally just like Sierra Sierra Gilroy's acting is just not good. Um, but security system goes down temporarily uh, and Alice gets dressed in a very tight outfit with a lot of buckles. All right. Clearly it was just right there. So good. <laughs> yeah. The Ren Men. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate you. And then... Uh, as Alice is escaping, when the security system goes back up, we get to see another color of the honeycomb laser. Because I think in the, the original room, it's green or blue or some sort of color like that. And then in this scene, I think it's red. Yeah. But you get to see the... Blue. blue Sparrow! I, Man, Mikey, Mikey Park coming in clutch. I do think Thank that, you, sir. The, um, Thank that you when they here. were going through, they were all blue. And when it turned into the honeycomb, I think it turned red. Let me double check that. Yeah, I. There's something weird that happened with it. It was like I can't escape this. Yeah. Um, so as you as you look for that, I'll keep going. So she then uh, gets some guns, and she well she actually goes into like a simulation, but you don't know it's a simulation. She just walks into a room and she's in Tokyo. And you're like, all right. And she goes to a police car. She breaks into the police car, opens up the glove box. There's a gun in there. And we then find out, and this made me so angry. You find out this is the opening goddamn scene to Afterlife. It's the scene in Tokyo. It's raining out. Alice is just standing there. And everybody's, and then it says simulation started, which then you find out it's a simulation, but they, everybody's, you got the civilians walking and then the, the girl, the girl who turns is standing right in front of Alice. And you're like, this is the fucking, that's that scene that they didn't explain to us in the, the last movie. And now it's a simulation in this movie. So in that movie, was it also a simulation? It was never what actually happened. It was just a simulation. What? Oh. Um, so this part, this part is where one of the ones where I had like, just why, why this part? Because if this is a simulation, how are the zombies hurting her? They're a simulation. They are fake. They do not exist. So how are they going to hurt her? How is she supposed to kill them? They, they aren't real. They're a simulation. Right. Oh and if they're not a simulation, if they are real enough to be able to hurt her, that means they are real enough to have the virus, which she should be able to tell that they have the virus. So that girl would have never walked past her. Right. She should have just shot her right then and there. But we wouldn't have that super cool action scene with the honeycomb again if we did. <sighs> so. And boy, do we get... So much slow motion in this fucking scene. 
I tell you, there's so much slow motion. So bad. Why? It's just so you have to watch the garbage and even slower time. It just it just doesn't stop you. Like when you do slow motion in a good movie. Uh, it's like uh, you get like five seconds of slow motion and then they'll do like 10, 15 seconds of like in real time action, which is what we want to see. And then we get like, yeah. ma- like the only time you really get like you should have slow motion is a g- like I like the bullet ones. If it's like once in a while, like she shoots a bullet, it kind of like soars by somebody and then it's like headshot. Cool. They do it like every but they, every too. goddamn shot. Of her literally swinging her freaking like just swinging things, shooting things like you're padding this movie. You're you're adding time because you're like shit. Are we gonna? Is this movie gonna be long enough? Yeah, this is an and episode of a show. The, like that's that's where we're at. The, the parts that had her swinging the chain with the lock on it, those were beautiful. You can tell that this woman practiced these things. Yeah, and that was. A, amazing how well she did with swinging that lock around on that chain but then when it was like the actual contact so when she's like kicking people and jumping and all that stuff and when she's shooting it was so unbelievable and just bad that it's like you watch this beautiful flow and then it turns into just this curdled cheese mess and you're just just like absolute just i was cringing this entire scene just please make it end we get a we get a really cool scene where she she hits one of the zombies and it it blood splatters on the camera (gasps) cool hope you guys like that stupid i loved it i think i missed that part and then alice has to run away because there's a lot of zombies chasing after her uh but we also then in this hallway scene, we get more slow motion because we didn't get enough in the scene in the rain. We now need more of it in this hallway. Every punch, every shot, every bit of this fucking action scene was in slow motion. Stop it. We understand this movie was also in 3d. This was another 3d fun movie, but Slow motion doesn't make 3D better. I don't care. Stop it. Stop it, Paul Anderson. Stop it. (laughs) Is this movie going to be long enough? Yes, it already is. Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, cottage cheese with Italian dressing is delicious, and I don't care who says it's not. I want cheese curds. Oh, boy. Uh, So, yeah, so we... Make me happy. (laughs) So we see a lot of freaking um we see a lot of the zombies with the with the tongue the weird ass tongues and it's just so long um and then after all that is over uh she goes into like a control room where people come from up from the floor but guess what none of these people are alive they're all dead and then you meet the person responsible Ada Wong another Resident Evil Ooh. game character Brought to the screen. Brought to the screen in the outfit she wore in the game, which also made no sense. Why is she wearing a dress? Oh, because she wore it in the goddamn game. We already learned our lesson with Jill in Apocalypse. Please stop. Of all the things, she never had a floor length dress in any of the games. The longest it ever got was ankle length. 
So there was still like no stepping over things, no having to flip it behind her and stuff like that. Like she did, like there was none of that. They were like, let's just make it extra long. So it's real fancy looking. No, I got, no. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, we're just blaming. We've already, I've already said my, my, uh, my, I've already put out my aggression towards Paul W.S. Anderson in this podcast. So yes, it's all his fault for all this for all this giant mess he has made. Uh, but I got mad when she came out with the red dress on and I was like, no, that's Alice's thing. Stop it. She wears the red dress. You don't get out of here. But yet she's in this whole movie. Uh, Wesker. And so then we find out that she's working with Wesker and Wesker is trying to get them out of there because Wesker needs Alice. So now Wesker is Wesker a bad guy. I guess everything that he did in the last movie, fuck it. Poopsie poopsies, we're just going to ignore it. Yep, pretty much. So Umbrella, so then they just, they explain how Umbrella simulates uh, viruses. So they'll simulate a virus in a certain city and then another country will buy the virus and then they'll simulate it so that another country will buy it. It's kind of like a chain. Um, Pretty much... Wesker explains that umbrella like they became a big thing for selling viruses. Like that is their their name to fame sort of. Did I say something wrong? No, I just don't like why would any country buy a virus oh. for like why would it buy a virus that could destroy its people without a vaccine? Yeah. You see how smart countries feel, can be. Like, so so i just want to point out that this movie is no joke a resident evil version of alien versus predator yeah it's not even joking if anybody has ever seen alien versus predator which was also directed by paul ws anderson it literally is people so you later find out as they're you know, Wesker says that he needs them to escape. He's got to help them escape. They have to rendezvous with another group, which we'll meet those characters in a bit. Uh, you look up or it pans up and they're in Antarctica or they're in a very cold environment underground in this weird facility. And that is pretty much the plot of resident or of alien versus predator. So way to recycle your own work, Paul. I'm already tired of talking about this fucking movie. I I think I've said 14 <laughs> words this entire time. You I, you can just say what you uh, whatever you have something to say, Adam. Just say it. I think hey. my eyes are bleeding. I I don't even know. <laughs> I am I here? Oh, Sam! Thanks for that 17 month resub, bro. Appreciate you. All right, so uh, we then uh, get to meet the group coming from somewhere, uh, but they are coming in on one of those vehicles from uh, that was probably also used in Alien vs. Predator and was used in The Thing. Great movie. Fucking go watch The Thing. Don't watch this shit. (laughs) I just watched The Blob and I enjoyed that more than this. Oh, funny, funny thing is Kevin Durand, who plays Barry, uh, which he's one of my favorites. I love him. He's a great actor. 
he played the character the blob in x-men origins wolverine oh hmm. so fun uh, you know as you talked about watching the blob which is a very good uh b-rated horror movie listen go watch a really go watch a b-rated horror movie over these seriously there are so many movies out there that are bonkers but they just they're so much more enjoyable than this because they like we talked about like we've talked about every single time every single week these movies are trying not to be funny they're trying not to be funny. They're trying to be serious, but we can't take them serious because they're just putting too much ridiculous shit in it. They are legitimately trying to be serious. Yeah. And they're legitimately trying to do a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the thing is because none of it makes sense. Right. But right. they're trying to do it. <laughs> yes, Kevin. I'd rather watch Bubble Guppies. <laughs> Put bubble guppies on the screen. Uh, you got me. Oh, see, I know that Barry is in the games, so I didn't. Uh, I, 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 I like Kevin Durant as the actor, so I liked him in the character. I don't know how Barry is in the games, so I, you know, I guess that's that's fine. But if you want to watch a, a, something that he's good in, go watch The Strain, um, which is a show that was on FX about weird ass vampires that have weird tongues like the vo- zombies in the, in these movies. Uh, all right. Where the fuck am I right now? Uh, we hopefully, hopefully at the end. Past something important. Oh, the frozen tundra, because yes. apparently the whole world isn't a desert. Yeah. So we see the, the vehicle come in, and it has four guys there, right? It's four of them. We get to meet Leon Kennedy, because he needed to be in this movie. Um, Played uh by, oh god, I can't remember what the hell his name was. It's been so long since I talked about him. What was your name, guy? Oh, Johan Erb. Uh, originally, uh, Jensen Eccles uh, from Supernatural auditioned to play uh, Leon, but it went to Johan. And fun fact, Johan uh, almost had all of his lines dubbed because of his accent. They were afraid his accent was going to um, just not sound good. For especially for people who like, you know, who enjoy the games, but he didn't sound like he had an accent, so I guess good job on his part. So they are going to the facility uh, to rescue Alex and Ada and blow up the facility. And boy, uh, so as Wesker is talking to Alice and Ada. Uh, the Red Queen overrides him and gains control of the facility. And boy, they could not make this weird. Prog- uh, the way the Red Queen looks is terrible. It looks just as bad as it did 10 years ago. Well, 10 years before when the first one came out. Can we just state this movie came out almost 10 years to the date of Resident Evil? And still the Red Queen looks like shit. The way the White Queen looked as opposed to this one. At least she was like a weird hologram looking thing. Yeah. This one, it looks like she's just made of jello. <laughs> she looked like flubber. If a red flubber yeah. formed into a little girl. <laughs> oh, like so just, bad. They could have made it better. Not made her oh, look like man. jello. So Leon and his in the group, which we find out the group uh, contains Barry. 
uh, played by Kevin Durant, as we were talking about before. Um, and Luther's back from Resident Evil Afterlife, which I like him as a character, so I was happy to see him come back. And then the tech guy, which I do not recall what his name was, <laughs> but he was the guy in charge of all the tech shit. Don't Man. remember. I remembered his name the first time we talked about it in number one. I don't remember his name now. Uh, it started with a C, I do believe. Yeah, couldn't couldn't remember. So uh, the oh my god. So they have to take. So they plant the bomb on the top of the facility, and then they go down this gigantic elevator, which is very slow as you see in the beginning of this movie, but then by the end, you're like, how the fuck did they move so fast? But we'll get to that. The elevator's going down. They have, what, two hours from when they set the bomb to when they gotta get back. You gotta get Alice and Ada and get the fuck out. Uh, They get to the bottom and they throw this really cool, like, disc gun. They throw it and it literally has barrels all around it and just just murks all of the, the soldiers that are waiting for them to come down. Um... And I called him the blob because I forgot the actor's name and I didn't remember what the character's name was, but uh, Barry, um, he's just murking dudes. And he's sniping these guys, but the gun is so loud, but the other guys can't hear him getting shot. Like this dude, there's one soldier gets shot and there's a soldier probably two feet away from him and just doesn't hear the dude get shot. And like you look at his gun and he's got a silencer, but it's like, man, they made that. They didn't quiet that gun down at all. That gun was loud. Especially when you're in conf- like a, you know, you're underground. Shit's going to just, no sound's going to travel, even if you're shooting with a silencer. Wild. Uh, w- okay, so it was, it was JD, the, the tech guy, tech dude. Wasn't JD the, the guy who died in one? Yeah. They, I mean, they all died in one. Uh, Hmm. Um, I feel like that was no. His, his I name, couldn't find his out. name was Sergey. Oh, that was the tech guy. JD okay. was one of the was there was an evil JD. There was an evil oh. JD with evil rain and Luther best character series. I could I hit between Luther and Alice. Yeah, I'll I'd have to agree. We are now in New York. Well, a simulated New York, and boy, do we get to meet. Not one, but two X-Men, a.k.a. the Executioners. And boy, do they look just as fun as the last movie, dragging their cool axe hammers. Uh, and There's so much faster in this one. Are they bigger, too? They seem bigger. Yeah, they're bigger in this one, and they're oh, no. faster. So uh, Alice and Ada do a lot of slow-mo fighting with these guys. I, you know, my, my, my throat's already hurt and I got to stop yelling about fucking slow motion, but goddamn, we got more slow motion in the scene. Slow-mo fighting these executioners. TLDR, half the movie is slow motion. Yeah, literally. Uh, and you know, we get some cool, I mean, this fight's actually pretty cool. I like, you know, that when they're fighting some sort of tyrant, um, they, you know, you see him stab a, a gas truck and trying to, and yeah, they were faster. They were able to swing their hammers a lot faster. And then you get the cool 3D shot where he throws his his axe towards the screen. Whoa, 3D. So scary. Yeah. And 
they uh alice and ada end up well actually this is such a funny cut where they showed alice behind the taxi that was tipped over that they were coming up to and uh it showed her and then it cut away and then it cut back and ada's just there like it doesn't show Ada like run into this it uh, like into frame. It just showed her like it was like it was like a magic trick. It's like now you see her or now you don't see her. Now she's there. And you're like, oh wow, that was a terrible yeah, was that was like, a terrible wow. edit. Ada so fast. That was a terrible <laughs> edit right there. Um, <laughs> so they are uh, they see the gas uh, flowing out of the truck that one of the axemen had hit. Um, and they flow under them, and then she has her line where she's like, hey, hey, boys, or whatever, and they start shooting the gas tank of the taxi that's literally two feet in front of them, um, causing the taxi to blow up two feet in front of them, causing the taxi to then hit the executioners into another truck, which then kills them. Can we just state for a third time that this taxi was two feet in front of them and nothing happened to them? They didn't get blown back. Nope, they were fine. They just move on. What the fuck? I have nothing to say. <laughs> we, then, we then cut to Leon and the gang. Uh, they're going through a simulation of Moscow. Um, and I guess these zombies know how to use guns. <laughs> what the fuck? Surprise. Oh, man. And then we immediately cut to suburbia back to uh, where we were about 20 minutes ago in this movie. Uh, and they walk into and somehow through all of the simulated town, they know to walk into this house. That was the house that Alice, the clone Alice fought in. Like, of course you would walk into that it's specific house. house in right. Suburbia where they all look the same anyways. Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, so they find that you later find out that the bat Alice died uh, as they find her dead body on the table. Um, they go upstairs. Well, Alice goes upstairs and you think she's going to go into the closet and you're like, oh, the little girl's going to come out. No, a zombie bursts out of the closet and attacks Alice. She then kills the zombie really quick. But then the girl shows up somewhere else. Mommy, mommy, why you look like that? Why you? Cat girl outfit. Yeah, why do you look like Catwoman? Why do you look like Haley Berry's Catwoman? What's going on? And then she just doesn't know. Like, she just talks to the girl normally, and I was like, yeah. Yep. Okay. Doesn't use signing at all. And I was just like, child, child, would your mother not know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you would have been able to tell that that wasn't your mom right uh ada then explains how like everybody in these simulations are just like they're manufactured they're they set up they set them up they release you know the virus or the zombies or whatever and then they kind of clean it up and reset themselves so the girl is just you know she's put here for a reason but alice is like nah we're gonna take her with us um and Man, the voice, like, like Ada, this actress is good because I've seen her in other movies. It's just really good. In this scene specifically, she was terrible. Like the way she was like talking to Alice about everything that's going on was like she literally had the script 
in front of her face and was reading it like this. Like like a kid who's really nervous to read a book in school. Like, all right, Jimmy, you read the next paragraph. And he's like, and the cat locked a cr- like, you're a professional actor. What is going on here? Voice acting is a lot different for a video game than for like a movie, though. Right. And if you're not prepared for that sort of like commitment, if what you do is normally like video games or even animated series, if that's what you regularly do, and then someone throws a script of a live action movie where you have to sign, like you have to essentially assign your voice to another human being and their reactions and the way their face looks and the way that their mouth looks. Oh yeah, I forgot. You need to know oh, how to project. Right. You need to know how to mimic what they're doing and how they're acting on screen. So if they don't show you that, how will you ever know that? Right. And I, I forgot. That I forgot happened. that her lines were were dubbed. I forgot about that. Yeah. My mistake. And- my apologies on what I said. I forgot that they had dubbed her lines with the voice actor from the game, so it was pretty much her in a booth, reading the lines on a paper, trying to look at the scene. She literally has to look at the scene and try to figure out what the mood is. Yeah, listen, I'm saying this. I'm not an actor, and I'm not saying acting is easy, because it's not. Because you have, because like Rudy just said in the chat, good actors can't overcome bad writing. They can't. The best actor, there are amazing actors out there who have bad performances, and most of the time it's because of the writing. So, yep. don't worry, I'm it's, still going to give Paul W. Sanderson a hard time because he did write this fucking movie. Yeah. <sighs> it, this, is, this was still his job to make that shit line up properly. Exactly. He should have retaken as many times as needed to get it to look as proper as possible. Because there are parts of this movie where it lines up perfectly. So obviously this is where one of those weird instances happened where maybe she didn't get to see the whole scene. Maybe she didn't even get to see the scene. Like, we don't know what really happened here, but whatever it was, it was bad. And they should have just kept retaking it until they got it good. They should have just ran away when she had the chance. They should have just not made these movies, but that's a whole other... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah uh as they leave the house we get to meet all of the former friends of alice guess what they're all alive we have rain we have carlos we have jd we have the guy who was the leader who i can't remember his name his name was one okay uh they're all there oh and so is jill um with her cool spider bot uh, on her chest. They're pretty much there to kill Alice. Um, pretty much that is the whole, that's what Umbrella wants to do now. They don't need her anymore. They're pretty much like, if you see her, kill her. Well, mostly the Red Queen is out there giving the orders. So they uh, tell them to shoot her. We get a shootout. Um, we get a shootout in suburbia. We get a cool scene where Ada uses like the hook tool from fucking Bioshock Infinite on some dude. Just fucking bam! And then like pulls him close. Smashes him over an island piece in the middle of the kitchen. Uh, She then tells Alice to go uh, with Becky and she Ada then shoots like a hole in the floor into the basement and then I'm guessing she like hides out in there. I don't know. Oh no, she... We'll we'll find out what happens to her later. 
and rain shoots a really weird like thing that shoots out and then it breaks off into these little tiny missiles and it causes a very big explosion but you don't get to see it at that moment you see it as Alice and Becky who are like three miles away already see it in the distance as it destroys some of the uh like the projectors on the ceiling of the of this huge fake suburbia you find out Alice is shot because we always need to have that situation we then go back to Russia where not only can these zombies use guns but boy they are really good at using chainsaws too as this dude literally chainsaws through his own kind to get to Leon and his gang and then uh, it immediately goes from that scene immediately cuts back to Alice walking through like an old subway. It looks like a, like a subway hallway and she runs into suburbia rain. Who's like, Oh my God, you survived. Hey, I was it's like, like what's with the BDSM outfit? yeah. And I was like, God it's damn, Michelle. Girl. I was like, Michelle Rodriguez, <laughs> you are awesome. Uh, she then asks her, Alice then asks Rain if she knows how to use a gun. She's like, I protested against the NRA, so I'm not big into guns. And she's like, well, and then we get like a weird, like it had to, like, why did we have to sh- have this scene where it was like a weird, like, hey, I don't really know who you are, but I'm going to show you how to shoot this gun f- in like five seconds. And you're like, well, okay. Oh, boy. The tech dude, are they then, uh, so we then go back to Leon and his gang. They escape. And as they get out of the building that they were in, uh, the tech guy, Sergey, just gets murked. And everybody looks up, and it is a massive liquor. Like, it is a, the liquors you saw in Resident Evil and Resident Evil Apocalypse. Nah, this is the mama liquor. This thing is huge. This is a liquor, right? Yeah. This is just a mat, uh, just a gigantic liquor. Yeah. Okay. Just a real, real big one. <laughs> uh, Alice uh, hits it with a car, causing no damage to this car that she's in. We then get the slowest car chase I've ever seen in an action movie happening. I swear to God, they were going forty miles an hour, and it took ten minutes for the guys in the back seat to go, Hey, maybe we should shoot our guns. They had to get permission from Alice to shoot. What the fuck is going on here? And, and boy, this car is literally indestructible because she's crashing through buses and other cars and hitting things. And nothing is happening to this car. This car is so insane. I want it. Uh, we then see a zombie who we're going to see again uh, pull out a rocket launcher because pff, these zombies are fucking smart, man. Whipping out rocket launchers, shooting, being able to shoot guns and chainsaws. The Russian, uh, they made the Russian zombies smarter. We then get uh, a really epic jump into the subway as the liquor pursues them. And boy, the scene when the liquor is like way back and he starts like galloping towards them i loved it i loved it so much i think the cg looked better because it was dark 
Yeah. I think it would look worse if it was like lighter out, but no, it was like, it was dark. You see it like hit the trucks and the trucks like fly out of the way. I really like the scene, but them like getting all like bent out of shape when she hits the smallest jump ever to then fall into the subway. <laughs> it's crazy. I put my apologies on my cough. I have a very annoying cough that I've had for like three days. And so I apologize. Yeah. You better be sorry. <sighs> Uh, so I guess the liquor dies when, after they crash through the stairs and all that, I guess it, well, it didn't die, but you think it died under the rubble or something. I don't know. I must've looked away for a second and missed this part. Uh, Becky and rain meet the entire gang and, uh, Alice puts on her cool glasses. So she knows where to go because Sergey died and he was the map guy. Well, guess what? I got some cool glasses that I got from my grandmother to tell me where we got to go next. Actually, Ada gave them to her. And and it was funny because I this. So this scene happened back in suburbia when Ada and Alice are fighting against uh, evil rain in gang. Um, Ada had the glasses and she go and she throws them at Alice. And I was really waiting for that to be in 3D or to be in slow motion of her just tossing the glasses to Alice. But they, it, it wasn't. It was just a tip. It was just a regular throw. And I was like, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, the red queen releases another biohazard because they have to say that a bunch of times just to go, Hey, guess what? Resident evil is also called biohazard. Everybody. <sighs> Thank you. The name for the games makes absolutely zero sense. Biohazard would have made a lot more sense, both in Japanese and English. I just find it funny I'm that the seventh. Evil, but it is. I I actually <laughs> find it kind of funny that the seventh game is called Resident Evil Biohazard. Yeah. Japan's <laughs> like. Had to just bring it full circle. What do we call this game? Biohazard. Biohazard. Like. Yeah. In Japan, it's probably Biohazard. Biohazard. <laughs> biohazard Six or something like that. I don't know. Uh, listen, Rudy. I rented this movie today for like three dollars and sixty cents, and boy. I don't know if it was worth that $3.60. <laughs> Look, I had to buy the first like four movies in order to watch them. Yeah, I'm happy it's only this one and the last movies, one. Yeah. The first three movies I had to buy to watch. And let me tell you, that's a $9 I'm never going to get back. No, that's <laughs> the worst $9 you've ever spent in your life. <laughs> I... Oh, hmm. you could probably. I gave that to Paul W. Anderson. I feel right. like he shouldn't be rewarded for bad behavior. Right. Um, yeah. So. Uh, the elevator to the surface doesn't work. Um, the mega the liquor is back. Uh, he freaking slashes Barry in the face. Uh, kills suburbia rain and steals Becky. And climbs up into this hole in the, the wall right above the elevator. The old squad is back and they're shoot and they shot Luther. Damn you! Leave Luther alone. Alice goes to rescue Becky by climbing the wall. I guess shooting a oh, she shot the hook gun that Ada gave her to get up there. Oh, Ada's boy. signature hook gun. Yep. Uh Alice fights the mega liquor and easily kills it, or at least you think so. Um, and of course it has to happen in slow motion and then she saves Becky from the slimy cocoon 
which is very reminiscent to uh, the scene in Aliens where Ripley saves Newt from the weird like cocoon thing yeah yeah it was literally <laughs> so i guess it was literally it was uh, it was on purpose it was a it was a call back to aliens yeah. which god damn because i can't wait to go through that series boy Not i can't wait happens. to talk about aliens someday we're talking about it right now we are <laughs> this is aliens versus liquor Ooh. um i wish it was i'd like that crossover right aliens versus zombies That'd be great. Um, I just put that Kevin Durant is a badass. I love, I just love him as a, as an actor. Um, and he's just, he's so natural at just being like a, I don't give a fuck type type of guy going out there, pretty much sacrificing his body. Cause they come out with Ada and they're like, we'll kill her. If you, you know, put down your guns and we'll kill her. And he just goes out there with no guns. He's just like, fucking kill me. So he shoots him a couple times, but you actually find out he fucking threw his gun up in the air. You don't see it. Which he has this really cool like hand cannon that he's just been murking dudes. He shot one, the one of the guys from the original movie, um, and he so like they shoot him a couple times. He's laying on the ground. You think he's dead. You're like, oh no! But then he freaking catches it and he starts murking some dudes, and he then gets just completely destroyed by rain by evil rain and Alice and Becky then go into a room that has clones all like in a on a weird conveyor thing like they're they're hung up like dry cleaning like you go to the dry cleaners and that like weird track that all people's clothes are on that's what this is just with people Uh, they all look terrible the CG for these clones are just Awful. Awful. Just, Absolutely awful. They zoom when you couldn't spend words if this was a B-rated movie. <laughs> they zoom on the scenes where they walk in and you just see them from afar, and they you can't tell the difference between like what's what. You all think it's the same thing. It's just a big mush of of faces. But then they get closer to them and you can tell like one line is is the Alice's, one line is the the daughter, and then you got the reins, you got Carlos's character all that and you're like oh okay cool and becky's all confused she's like what's going on a lot a a lot's going on and we're never going to get the answers so uh oh boy Uh, so the mega liquor isn't dead all right comes back to life the bomb uh so leon and luther are on the elevator and they're like we need to we need to be on the elevator, but we need to detonate the bomb. And you're like, but if you detonate the bomb, you're not even up there. Well, they detonate the bomb and somehow the elevator is almost to the top. By the time the, the bombs detonate, how the fuck did that elevator get up there so fast? We just saw the scene in the beginning where they go down that elevator slow as hell. You're telling me that elevator gets up that fat. Whatever. <sighs> so, I then questioned if Ada died because it didn't show her escape, but I guess she did because she did. We'll get to that. Yeah, they have done crossover, weird crossovers with aliens and predator. It's weird. Uh, so they, all the survivors get into this cool snow machine and they're driving away and you think, Oh, this is the end. It's weird. 
But then, nope, it's not because you hear cracking of the ice and an umbrella submarine pops up, tipping over the vehicle that they're in. Alice tells Becky to stay in the vehicle. They all, uh, Luther, uh, Leon, and Alice, they get out of the vehicle. They look, door opens, and who comes out but Jill. And not just Jill, but Rain. Actually, no, I think that was it. It was just Jill and Rain, and they have Ada. And they go, oh, and Alice goes, oh, it's just you two? And they're like, that'll be enough. And you're like, oh, what's about to happen? And then uh, Rain injects herself with the, the what last, is it? Las Plagas. The Las Plagas virus, which is the virus from the fourth game, correct? Which is supposed, in reality, it's supposed to give, it's supposed to make it so you don't turn into a zombie, but you can have like weird effect, like it like affects you in weird ways. It didn't make any so fucking sense to me. The Lost Plagas, um, the way that it was in Resident Evil 4. So yeah, the C virus is from Resident Evil 5. Um, Resident Evil 4 is the Lost Plagas. And what ends up happening is when people get the Lost Plagas, which they have, in the game, they've infected the entire village. The whole village has it. And um, when they start, like, uh, being invaded because people want the Lost Plagas for, like, umbrella research, essentially, but umbrella's been demolished, so it's the BSAA and some other stuff. Um they're trying to protect themselves essentially and so what they did was they kidnapped the president's daughter which is like a whole other thing um but the lost plagas allows people to survive with the virus inside of them but the thing is is it has to be awoken by specifically the salazar family so where's the salazar family in all of this if they're gonna do that and the people don't keep any of their like humanity. They're just essentially like robots that they can control in the game. But I yeah. guess they had to make them functional in this one to make it make sense. But it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Listen, Cami, I, I I understand, but it, it, I don't know, man. It's just I, I've I've invested. I, I, I've invested myself into five of these goddamn things. I have questions, all right? So many goddamn we questions. $9 watching this. <sighs> yeah. We're never going to get that back. We have to finish this. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We're done. We're too invested, both money and time-wise. So, <clears throat> oh, my God. Jill, <clears throat> sorry. Jill attacks Alice, and we then find out that Evil Rain is bulletproof. Okay. Uh, so she gets shot up. And then the bullets travel down her arm and come out of her fingertips. Okay. That's fucking weird. Uh, Jill literally is kicking the shit out of Alice this whole time. I don't think Alice really gets much on her. Or if she does, it doesn't affect her much. And, and Evil Rain is just manhandling uh, Leon and Luther. The music is just absolutely ridiculous in the scene. It's so loud. I just don't understand. I don't remember anything that was happening other than the music. Yeah, like what is going on? You don't want to know. And then they were doing Mortal Kombat X-ray shots. What the fuck is happening? What movie is this? 
And they would do a shot where they would hit Leon's arm and then you would do x-ray crack. And you're like, come on, bro, stop. I understand you directed the Mortal Kombat movie fucking 20 years ago, but chill the fuck out. This is Which stupid. Which was also garbage. Fun fact. Excuse me. I will fight you over this. The original I will fight over the Mortal Kombat movies being talked shit about. Okay, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Mortal Kombat, the one that he did direct, wasn't was 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 bad, but it wasn't terrible. Mortal Kombat Annihilation is literal dog shit. But we'll yes. move, but we move on. Uh so yeah, they're doing these really fucking stupid ass x-ray shots. And it made me so angry. Uh, God damn, I just lost my goddamn spot again. Uh, but somehow they showed that uh, Leon's arm broke. And then it shows him throwing punches with that same arm. So, okay. Leon, you're a beast. And the sounds on the punches and kicks are disgusting. Like, they are just, like, squishy and cracking. And you're like, ooh, is this, ooh, this is awful. I feel like they just had a bunch of sticks and, like, sponges. Yeah. In, in the office, and someone was just like, snap, snap. Yeah. So Jill, over and over again. Yeah, it was just bad. So Jill easily, easily defeats Alice. She picks her up by her neck, and you find out that Jill pretty much has uh, similar superpowers to what Alice had because she could literally control things with her fucking mind. She literally uses her mind to turn on the tracks on the vehicle that flipped, and the Red Queen orders jill to um eliminate the alice project so she's about to kill her and what does alice do it only took her goddamn 20 minutes of this fight to oh maybe i should take the bot off her chest alice reaches down removes the bot freaking jill flies back because she's out of it um also you could tell like when she's told to eliminate alice her eyes like her eye turns into the umbrella symbol, but then it flickers like she's having a like she's trying to fight it. But then Alice helps like complete the thing by removing the, the spider bot. Uh, Rain stops Luther's heart because we have to get the x-ray shot of her hitting him and then his heart stopping. OK, and then we had to get it again when Rain hits Alice. Why? Yeah. We don't need this. They paid for that <clears throat> x-ray shot. They got to use it twice. Gotta get their money out of it. So, yeah. yeah. So Alice, <laughs> yeah. So Alice shoots at Rain. Rain's like, I can't die. And she's like, well, all right. And she then ends up, she sees, she's on the ground. And that's when she sees that there's zombies under the water. We are like, and, and I was like, what? What? Yeah. She shoots the ice out from under Rain. Rain falls in and... <clears throat> She gets grabbed by a couple of zombies. This shot, the, the, the underwater shots when rain falls in, the coolest shots of the movie. I love, it's like dark, but you can see like the zombies like coming out and grabbing her and she's trying to fight them off. Loved it. Then she tries to crawl back out and uh, she yells like, I'm coming for you or whatever. And then she gets pulled back into the water and that's when you get a pan shot of how many fucking zombies are under the water. And I was like, best shot of the movie. This is cool as hell. That was the best part of this entire movie. Like both cinematography wise and just like 
in general for the plot point like it was just it made a lot of sense and it was great it was absolutely gorgeous and they did it phenomenally now if only they could have applied the same love and tender care that they put into that to the rest of the entire movies right <laughs> crazy <laughs> Uh, to do all right. Oh, Ada's in this movie still because I guess she got knocked out by Rain in the beginning of this fight, and I completely forgot. And I was like, Oh, oh, there you are. Okay. Um, so the gang is finally saved, uh, and then they're on the helicopter. And to be honest, I I actually liked Leon in this movie. I didn't think he was terrible, but man, when he goes for the leg grab. When he like grabs Ada on the leg, all seductive, and she just picks it up, and I was like, "Oh, come, come on, Leon!" Oh, games. It was just one of those weird, like unnecessary things. We got lame Leon. Yeah. We then, yeah. So we are now at the White House. That was a really quick trip from Antarctica or wherever the hell they were down to the White House. Uh, and uh, Wesker is there just chilling. He's the president, pretty much. He's chilling in the Oval Office. Uh, Wesker's the president now. And, of course, the first thing that happens when Alice walks in and sees Wesker and Wesker says his thing is he attacks her. He does his, uses his super speed and attacks her, and I'm like, oh, okay, typical Wesker. But then you find out that Wesker injected Alice with the virus to pretty much give her back her powers because she didn't have her powers for two movies and I actually enjoyed it. But guess what? We're going to get her and her powers in the final chapter. Thanks, Wesker. Yay. And then... (laughs) (laughs) And then as Wesker is explaining how fucked up the world is, we get a really awful like superhero shot at the top of the white house where everybody's like in a cool stance as they're all (laughs) looking out into the insanity that is Washington DC at this moment. You got like a, a a boundary around the white house and then there are zombies. There are giant fucking liquors out there and there's now zombie bats, ladies and gentlemen, zombie bats are from the, um, the ones that they have are from um are from resident evil 4 so they pulled a lot of things from resident evil 4 this time and a lot of the zombies and the things that are down there are all from resident evil 4 um so i was i was really stoked i was like yeah they pulled a lot of stuff like they started intricate like bringing in all these intricate little ideas where they're like we're actually trying to bring in the games and then they made wesker a good guy and i was like Yep. Wesker? Yep. Wesker? <laughs> well, well, I mean, listen, there's still one more movie that could all change how that goes down. Wesker never cared about anybody but Wesker. <laughs> Ever. Oh. There was never a time where he was like, maybe we could help the world. No, he was like, I love me and I want to be the most evolved human on the planet. That was his whole thing, was he thought that the viruses were evolution. They were forced evolution. So he was just like, I want those in me. Yeah. And he just mixed them all, and it didn't work out. So Uh, I guess they were just like, rather than giving him every single virus, uh, let's just make him a good guy. 
Now he's a good guy. Yep. So that is the final shot of this movie. We get a panned out shot of all the chaos that's going on outside and all the different creatures and shit that's going on. And then it hits the credits. And of course, because it's 2012, we have to get a really fucking banging EDM track just in your face. Skrillex. Let's go. I don't it oh, wasn't yeah. I don't think I don't think it was Skrillex, but it was something in that fucking form. Oh, and that is the end of Resident Evil Retribution. Yes. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Like I got away with saying this whole thing. Nemesis is like why through it without throwing up. Nemesis is like, why am I here right now? It could have been better by so many different ways. The way that they made this movie, even like just the just the process behind it could have been good, but they just did so many things wrong once again that it was just bad. Yep. (sighs) Like Paul W. S. Anderson is I give him props for the kind of person he is. And like the that he's probably got and stuff like that. Like I give him some props, but holy shit are his movies trash. Thank you. Including including No. Okay. <laughs> I love Mortal Kombat. I love oh. Mortal Kombat. I know it's not a great movie, but I love Mortal Kombat. Listen, it's a fantastic movie compared to these. Well, these are dark, yeah. Compared but... to these, especially, I'm just like yeah. I could watch Mortal Kombat again. Like, I'd rather just watch Mortal Kombat five times. So this was especially the f- <laughs> this was <coughs> this was the first Resident Evil movie that didn't have uh, undead dogs, or I guess they were called Cerberus. It. Yep. Didn't even notice. No zombie pooches in this one. No pepperinos. Nope. Really, not a uh, a lot of interesting trivia for this for this uh, movie. So I guess um, in Resident Evil Afterlife, the ship uh, that was used for the what was the name of the ship? What was the place they wanted to go to? Arcadia. Arcadia. There we go. So the ship, the Arcadia, was actual was an actual ship uh, that wasn't being used at the time. So they were able to film on the ship. Well, when they were filming this one, the sh- they found out the ship was being used, so it wasn't there anymore. So they actually had to film the opening scene to this movie on a soundstage. They had to recreate the entire uh, deck of the ship on a soundstage and uh, shoot that. All right. Oh Lord. I need one of those party poppers. <laughs> we need a party popper for when we finish the last episode because we survived the movies. Uh, I listen. I can't believe I tortured myself to watch the ones I wasn't even here for. But I did. I'm ready to watch like I oh, that's I, that's it. I got I got no other tribute for this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I just looked through. Oh, I just looked through the trivia, and there was just nothing interesting for me to talk about. Hey, you want to know a fun fact? I will never watch this again. That's trivia for you. 
I will probably never watch any of these movies again. As I previously stated in many other episodes, I anything past three, I have not actually seen. These are all brand new movies to me, and I hate them so much, I will never watch them again. Clara in the same boat, sinking. Yes, there is still one more of 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 this of the Paul W. Sanderson Resident Live Evil movies. Um, there are animated movies that are based on the games, and there is a show that will be based on, I believe, the original game. Um, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do those now. We might do those at a later time. Um, I do want to do the like a review on the show when it comes out because I'm very interested to see what the show is going to be. Like, if it's going to be any good. If it's Netflix, it's probably going to be decent. Uh, But right now, we're going to finish with Resident Evil, the final chapter. Then we're going to... Well, I might as well tell you the schedule, what we're going to be doing. So next week uh, will be the final episode of Resident Evil in review, which will be Resident Evil final chapter. Then we will be uh, taking a week off. Uh, I'm taking a little vacation. I won't be here that Sunday. Uh, So we're going to take that week off, and then we're going to come back the week after... Uh, we're gonna be doing Bad Boys in review. Just me and just, just me and Adam because Bad Boys, uh, a film franchise, means a lot to me and Adam. We watched it a lot as kids, uh, which is not, like I guess, not the greatest thing to say. Hey, we watched the, these <laughs> movies that aren't meant for kids a lot as kids, but fuck it, we watched a lot of movies we shouldn't have watched as kids. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna be doing the Bad Boys movies. Uh, so Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two, and Bad Boys for Life. Um. So yeah, just figured I'd throw that out there. But we're going to be taking a week off in between Resident Evil and Bad Boys because I'm going on vacation. Uh, So yeah, so now... He's just going to the local lake, but he's going to call it vacation. He's going to throw a towel down. I'm in Hawaii. Shut up. I'm not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Why not go from Paul W.S. Anderson straight into fucking Michael Bay, baby? Yeah, you want to talk about a bad director, Michael Bay. Give me that. Bad Boys movies were <laughs> the shit. Oh. His other movies, eh. I... But those movies, Bad Boys, love them. Yo, give me the give me the give me the the tits and ass and the freaking just crazy action, you know? That's that's what Michael Bay's specialty is. Yep, Am I wrong? Of, Am I wrong? That's why a lot of actresses this is Michael Bay. No, but yeah, Michael Bay, unfortunately. Uh, Bad Boys is actually his first film, but we'll talk about that at that time. Let's get into the rankings of this franchise. So we were going to start with the the antagonists of the Resident Evil films. Uh, right now, the, the standings are number one, Isaacs from Resident Evil uh, Extinction. I got to remember all the titles of these goddamn movies. Uh, Spence and the Red Queen from Resident Evil. Number three, Wesker from Resident Evil Afterlife. And number four is Kane and Isaacs from Resident Evil Apocalypse. Where does the red... The villain of this movie is the Red Queen. That is the only villain I'm giving because Jill... uh, I'm not putting her down as a villain because she was controlled by the Red Queen and so was all of the clones because they were all clones. They were all controlled by the Red Queen, so the Red Queen is the antagonist of this film. Where are we putting the Red Queen from Retribution on this list? Piggy, starting with you. So we now have five spots to fill. Red Queen. Red Queen for me 
probably falls around for Jello Lady just ain't doing much for me. Okay. Like, not the worst, but why is she even evil? She was good in the last movie. Why is yeah, she even make doing sense. things she's doing? I there was no explanation as to why she was even evil. Right. So you're saying so, that she is worse than Wesker, but better than Kane and Isaacs. Yeah. All right. So we have. I, I, Sorry, but ahead. nemesis. No, go ahead. Keep, 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 keep going. Got any more? Got any? <laughs> Adam, where, where are you putting Red Queen? I have no freaking clue. Uh, Would you like me to read the list to you again? Well, no, I, I think I got the list. <clears throat> I'm probably going to put him last or her. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't know. I didn't. Maybe I'm just starting to really hate these movies so much that I just, I have no connection anymore. I'm just like this sad sack of crap <laughs> watching these movies. It's like in a fetal position, wondering why I'm torturing myself. I'm going to put, I'm going to say last. Okay. That's probably, probably a little aggressive, but no, I'm going to keep it. All it's right. okay if you need to cry. I understand. <laughs> I've done I it pretty well. I don't feel movies, okay. So. I got you. So I am going to agree uh, with Piggy. Um, I'm going to say probably, I, I I just didn't like Kane from Apocalypse. I thought he was a terrible villain. He was just a typical evil scientist. Like, ooh, you know, gotta, I got my cool experiment that this is going to not be flawed, you know? Uh, but it's very close with Wesker from the last one, because Wesker, again, Wesker, where the fuck were you the whole movie? I thought you were he's in these movies. House. He's the president. He's busy. I, okay. Got a whole country to run. Jeez. Yeah, I I think so the Red Queen literally all I mean all she does is literally just open up cages and releases you know animals you know into the into certain environments and I just don't think we already got this before and I think it was better done in Resident Evil. So I'm gonna put yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with Piggy I think it, it's slightly better than Kane because Kane sucked, um, but definitely not as good as Wesker. I thought Wesker was de- at least decent in Afterlife. All right, so the new rankings for our antagonists are number one Isaac's from Resident Evil Extinction, number two Spence and Red Queen from Resident Evil, number three Wesker from Afterlife, number four the Red Queen from Resident Evil Retribution. And number five, Kane and Isaacs from Resident Evil Apocalypse. Our next ranking is ranking the Alice's of the Resident Evil films. Currently, our rankings go Alice from Afterlife. Number two, Alice from Apocalypse. Number three, Alice from Extinction. And number four, Alice from Resident Evil. Where is Alice from Retribution going on this list, Piggy? I actually like this Alice. She <coughs> became like, I don't know, like she immediately took Becky under her wing and was like, this child needs me kind of thing. Um, and she tried again to help other people again in all of this. So, 
I'm not precisely sure where I would rank her, but I'd rank her in the top like one or two. Because she had a lot of character development. She had some really good fight scenes in this one. She did some pretty good things, albeit confusing. So. Okay. So, right. So, you would say two or one? Yeah, let's just go with two. Okay. Nemesis. I'm going to say two. And the only reason for that is I think uh, the thing that you were stuck on this entire podcast, I think all the slow motion kind of ruined her. And it's not really her fault. But uh, I just think the amount of slow motion was, it took away from the action part of her character in the film because it, it was too much. Like I should have just slowed it down even more and just watched it. And but so I'm going to say number two. If it wasn't for the slow motion, I probably would put her number one. I I agree. I liked Afterlife Alice the best. I still think like all around that Alice is my favorite. Uh, so number two is a perfect spot because she's still the Alice from like, Afterlife with some added stuff, but there was some questionable things about her um but yeah it's it's a very slim like putting her at number two i just liked the things she did in afterlife more so number two is a good spot so right now so the new rankings for the alice's in in resident evil number one afterlife number two retribution number three apocalypse number four extinction and number five resident evil the final ranking is the movie itself Compared to all the other lovely Resident Evil movies, currently the Resident Evil rankings are, and just to let everybody know, this is a ranking of the show, so not everybody on this show has the same rankings, but this is the collective of what, like, you know, if there's three people here, two people vote for one thing, one person doesn't like it, guess what? It's whoever voted for, the like, the two people voted for one. So right now, the Resident Evil rankings are, number one, Resident Evil Apocalypse, number two, Resident Evil Number three, Resident Evil Afterlife. And number four, Resident Evil Extinction. Where does Resident Evil Retribution go on this list, Piggy? Uh, I want to put it like in three. I want to put it like close to the middle because I enjoyed it. I didn't hate myself the entire time I watched it. As far as like all the other ones go, I cried the least from the amount of questions I had. <laughs> um, I was not as badly like traumatized from how bad the movie was and how poorly it all connected. Cause they, they, it was obvious they tried to connect certain things. They just did them really badly. Um, so it's like they they tried. It was interesting enough to watch. There was too much slow motion for my liking. Um, and apparently for all of our likings, considering half the movie was slow motion. Yep. Um, but like character wise, tie in wise, it made a little more sense than some of the others. So I would put it close to the middle in three. Okay. Adam? I'm going to put it at number two. And the only reason is uh, the only thing that kept me afloat in this whole series still is they brought back some of the old characters. And that was probably the only thing that was kind of enjoyable was seeing 
like rain again and all of it. So I'm going to say number two. Oh, this is a tough one. It's very. <clears throat> I'm 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 in a, I'm in a mix between two or three. I I gotta say I liked this one more than Afterlife. But the rankings are weird right now. Like Apocalypse is yeah. number one, and I'm still looking at Apocalypse at number one. Like, I kind of want to put this in. I kind of want to put this in number one because I feel I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Apocalypse. But I think the reason I liked Apocalypse so much was because of you know I liked Nemesis. But the funny thing is, is all of the like the like the antagonist for that movie is at the bottom. The Alice for that is not in the top. You know, she's the top three, it was but. Characters in number two, though right. it, it was, was, it was, and I didn't like Jill, but yet Apocalypse is number one. This is a weird, it's gonna be a final ranking. This is weird. Um, <clears throat> I gotta say though, I had, I, I feel like I had more. F- you know what? I feel Resident Evil One squeaks out above re- Retribution just a bit, so I'm gonna put it at number three. And because Piggy voted for number three, we're it's the new number three. Let me make my new rankings here. Yeah, well, hold up. What? Oh, God. We had uh, these rankings are all. <clears throat> hey, man, it was me and you who voted for Apocalypse to be I number one. I told you it's hard to compare garbage to garbage. We might as well <laughs> yeah. just be a it's bunch of It's real hard to, like, just. Oh, this is tough. It's real hard to. It's real hard to hold a rotten See, pineapple it's... next to a rotten peach and be like, this one's better. Like, no, they both have maggots on them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this, this movie's not full of maggots. Either. I don't want to be near either. Like, they're both squishy. <sighs> they're just two different types of shit that don't belong yeah. in the movies. Right. <laughs> All right, well... Our new rankings for the Resident Evil films are number one, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Number two, Resident Evil. Number three, Resident Evil Retribution. Number four, Resident Evil Afterlife. And number five, Resident Evil Extinction. Next week is the final week of Resident Evil in review with Resident Evil, the final chapter. And it better goddamn be the final chapter, Paul W.S. Anderson, or I will find you. And I will have some stern words for you because we don't need any more of your fucking Resident Evil movies. And stop messing with video games. I watched five minutes of Monster Hunter and I don't want to watch that movie. Stop it. Wait, Monster Hunter's bad? It doesn't look good. And I watched ten minutes of it, well, five to ten minutes of it, and it was not good from what I saw. So, not, 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 no high hopes for it. Uh, so yeah, so next week we will be uh, dissecting Resident Evil, the final chapter. And then, uh, like I said, we're going to be taking the week after that off, and then we'll be back uh, the week after to do start with Bad Boys. What you gonna do when they come for you? Ooh, movies I enjoy. This is like <laughs> crazy. I don't even know this feeling anymore. Uh, as I said, as I was talking about in the beginning of the show, um, one of the uh, one of uh, 
a, a big supporter of this channel and also a good friend of mine that I met through this crazy journey that is streaming. Uh, my good friend Speef the Wise uh, was diagnosed earlier in the week with melanoma, uh, a very aggressive form of it. So uh, any and all help is appreciated. Uh, Piggy just put uh, the links um, to all of the ways that you can uh, support him. Uh, he's got a GoFundMe set up. Uh, all the merch on his merch store, uh, there is actually merch for, it's a Speef the Fighter merch, which is really cool. So make sure you go, if you know, go get one of those shirts. Uh, but all the proceeds go are going straight to him. And also you can PayPal him, Venmo. There's all different ways of, you know, supporting. But if you can't support with money, please share his story. Make sure you go to his Twitter, at Speef the Wise. Uh, share, you know, share his stuff. Let's get it out there. Let's get some people no, uh, noticing this so we can we can help him out. Um, he's he's an awesome guy, and nobody deserves this shit. So I appreciate everybody uh, for for helping out with that. Uh, I also want to thank everybody for for being here, watching the show live, and also for supporting over on the podcast services. Uh, we are, I believe, close to like 150 downloads on the show, uh, which is cool. Uh, just remind everybody the show is available on Google podcasts, Apple podcasts, uh, Spotify, and on Podbean. So make sure you check all those, uh, different sites if you want to listen to the podcast, but thank you for everybody for being here, watching it live. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week, 8 30 PM Eastern time. I am Brett Parker. That is my brother, Adam. And I want to thank piggy for being here. For five straight weeks, going on six, she's a trooper, and I appreciate her being here talking about these fantastic movies. Oh, oh God, I think weird. I just gagged a little bit. <clears throat> it's weird. I have to go to Vegas again. Business <laughs> trip. Business trip. I work for the same company as you. I, I don't want to go to this business yeah, trip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big name down there now. It's weird. Two. A business trip next week. Piggy, you're on your own. <laughs> Piggy's running the show. Let's go. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see y'all next week. Be good. Bye. Bye. Bye.